hits the top spot at 59-1-2. Neck and neck. Simpson does not want to give in. There is the chicken flag and it's a win for Zach O'Sullivan. Hey everyone, welcome back to Passing on Passion, a Kokoro Performance Podcast. I'm Josh Butcher, Chief Marketing Officer at Kokoro, and here with me today is Dion Gowder, one of our junior drivers at Kokoro. You're 13, doing okay, Jay, this year, right? Yep, yep. Cool, how are you? I'm not too bad, you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Very nice. So yeah, cheers for coming along. So today we're going to talk about not just who you are, what you do racing-wise, but kind of how all that ties into Kokoro, what we do plans for this year and the future so there's a cu- couple of developments there which are exciting very exciting and just a bit more about karting in general because i feel like there's probably a bit of there's people get a sense of what it's like to do the racing bit but maybe if you're outside looking in what it's actually like to be a driver because you're at the top level right you're doing european world championships yeah. fa academy spoiler yeah. alert but talk about that as well what? yeah so um let's get into you first right Tell us a bit about how you became interested in, in racing. When did that start? How old well, were you? Well, my, my dad always watched F1 on telly, and mm-hmm. I would always watch with him. And from then on, I just got really intrigued. And one day in Singapore, I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. And my dad said, obviously, he can't do F1, but he took me to a rental car track, and we went there, and the sad thing was I had to be nine plus, nine plus apparently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which was... um. I was seven at the time. Okay. So I remember just waiting. Yeah. I could I vividly remember two years just waiting for that. And uh, when I turned So you didn't nine, actually get the opportunity when you were no, seven to drive? No, I wanted to drive early. And I think you know, it would be a different story now if I started that much earlier. Maybe it would yeah. progress a bit higher up. But yeah, okay. I started yeah. when I was nine and went to a small rental car track in, in Singapore. Yeah, that's, that's interesting that... Um, I think, especially in the UK and, and the rest of Europe, a lot of people get into karting. I feel like it's younger and younger these days. Yeah. You've got people like Verstappen, he started karting when he was like three. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just goes to show, you know, na- age isn't necessarily no. going to define how no, you no, are no. as a driver later no. down the line. Were you quick straight away or was it something you took to naturally? No, I, th- I feel like the determination was always there. We, we like start, fun fact, we started our first race and I spun 16 times in a 10 lap race in the <laughs> okay. wet. Nice. In Singapore, but um, like throughout the whole winter and to the next season, because that was the last race of the season, we, me and my dad were there every single day just at the track. And by the time next year, we were pretty fast and we were looking good for the championship. Cool. So, okay, nice. Yeah. So when, when was the decision made that you were going to move to the UK and kind of pursue the European racing scene? Well, we kind of, we were, at that point, we were going around Asia doing the IAMI series and stuff like that. And I really started to enjoy it and get into it and we put more money into it. And my dad then realized it, there's a bigger world out there. There's, yeah. there's, there's more competitive racing, more things I can learn out there. And we decided to go to one of the races in Italy um, we went there, and it was very expensive flights and that, and it was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very expensive, and it was a no-brainer because my dad's main business is in the UK, and my sister was at school there at the time, so we were like, well, make it cheaper, make it easier for me, for my dad, my sister, we might as well just move out to the UK, and yeah, never look back since. So what do you think about the UK versus Singapore? Weather's a bit dodgy there. <laughs> <laughs> what, here compared yeah, to Singapore? yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit dodgy, cold, rainy, okay. bit miserable at times, but <laughs> it's all right, I guess. But worth it for the racing, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely worth it. Definitely Sweet. Worth it. Did, did you ever 
have any early thoughts about what you wanted to achieve long term? I guess F1 is just the goal, right? Yeah, I mean, I obviously being young, I always thought about, yeah, I'm going to get into F1, I'm going to get into F1. That's always just kind of been the goal, always long-term goal, the long, long-term goal. Yeah. So do you have any um, particular role models in F1 or, or outside of that that kind of drive you? Yeah, I mean, I have, I, I really like Arsene and Senna, like Hamilton, and their, their work ethic, how much work they put in. And their style of driving is always very inspirational. Yeah, and you're going to say Hamilton because in most of your usernames you have 44 <laughs> on social. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that's where that would come from. Yeah. So looking back the last couple of years, then, would you say 2019 was your first proper season in in the highest levels of of karting, or was it more last year? Well, it was difficult because 2019 I actually had a big back injury oh, and yeah. I was out for three months or longer. Yeah. So like, you know, it was we were getting good at mini and we were progressing well, but then bam. So where was that at? mid season. So like we'd done like maybe four race five races that year, so it wasn't a proper season. And even like twenty twenty is was a bit of a mesh up, but I definitely think that's been my first proper season because I've probably done the European Championship, I've done the yeah. World Championship. So, yeah, I think 2020 is a bit more, even though it was a bit corona in that, I think, it's <laughs> <laughs> I think it was definitely my your first, first, your first yeah, proper my season. First yeah. Proper season yeah. yeah, so that, obviously that was with Ricky Flynn Motorsport. Um, you moved to those guys towards the end of 2019, right? When Was that kind of after you'd recovered from the injury and you were looking at OKJ? Yeah, I mean, we, I had that injury and we decided to just sack off Mini. And <laughs> kind of yeah. just go straight to that. So we were doing a lot of testing, a lot of work with Kokoro yep. in trying to get me fit enough and ready for the season. And yeah, we joined Ricky Flynn because we thought they would suit me best and I think the best team in the, the paddock. Obviously, Ricky Flynn, they ran um, guys like Lando. Yeah. And also, I think Logan Sargent, another more recent people, people you know, that are yeah. in F2, yeah. Yeah, it's, it was great because they know, they know a lot. They have a lot of experience behind them. They really helped me to improve as a driver and who yeah. I am. So. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned fitness, actually. And I don't think many people would, would consider fitness to be an important part of an 11 or 12-year-old's <laughs> regime, even when they're a racing driver. <laughs> but would you say that that's been like a... A, an important thing from an early age, or? Uh, definitely. I feel like maybe, maybe like we don't need to be lifting weights when I'm five years old. Yeah. What do you actually do then? Because people think fitness and they think lifting weights. So how do you prepare? Well, I feel like, for example, George, he doesn't lift any weights. It's all body weight. So I think there's a lot of things. We do a lot of hit sessions with yep. Kokoro. I do a lot of uh, cardio runs, cycles, group sessions. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not always about weight. It's not always about Would you say it's more about really building overall yeah. endurance and core building strength? building endurance and strength, especially this early on. We don't want to be killing me. Yeah. <laughs> before I even so, you've got the driving down, you've got the fitness. Is there anything else you're doing to kind of build yourself up as a driver? I think uh, we also do a lot of mentality things with Kokoro. Yeah. Having a good mentality, having a good idea of what you're going to do is very important, in my opinion, and, it, and has helped me this year when we really started to focus on it. So looking back at the last kind of two or three years now of what we consider your like karting career, what would you say has been your highlight or your favourite moment? I mean, we've had, I feel like my first highlight probably would be at, actually at Amphing in my first ever race. It's not much, but back then it was quite a lot. I, I went fastest in practice and I was out of the moon. Yeah. <laughs> it's been my first 
okay, Jay Francis. So I was like, way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you, you saw that potential quite early on, and then yeah. it, since then it's kind of been a case of refining it and yeah, yeah. polishing the stone to create a diamond, I guess. Nice. So what, what would you say? Um, as a driver in the, in the highest levels of karting, what are the kind of main challenges you have to deal with across a race weekend? There's a lot of challenges. Like I, I talked briefly about before, the mentality thing, the nerves. You know, obviously yeah. you're fighting at the highest competition, and it only gets like more expen expensive and expensive as uh, as you move up the ladder. So I think mm -hmm. getting sponsorships and all these nerves and things like that is definitely a big, big factor. But yeah. controlling them is very important. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so a little bit more fun then. What would you say the best thing about being a racing driver is? Ah, uh, the adrenaline, the yeah. speed, like even on on the road, I'm always pushing my driver to just go as fast as possible. Yeah. Down the road. As fast as possible. I just just love the speed, love the adrenaline. And, and you know, some there's some cost to it, but definitely worth it. Yeah, cool. Well, the on track bit, the going fast, that's the obvious bit. Ooh. Is there anything else on a race weekend that you, you particularly enjoy? Uh, definitely interactions, you know, especially with Harrison. Like yeah. He's almost kind of a brother with me, so it's always fun to be around him, learn off him. And, yeah, sometimes he can be a bit of a bit of a hazard. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> a bit dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> a bit annoying at times, but I think we get through it. Okay, well, yeah, you get that with, you know, <laughs> sibling relationships, <laughs> I guess. You're going to manage the coach as much as he manages yeah, you I sometimes. Mean, sometimes he needs to get taken care of, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then um, in terms of karting tracks, you've obviously been to quite a few now on, yep. on the FA, the Barris FA and WSK calendar stuff. Which is your favourite one to go to? Zuera. Yeah? What's that? Yeah, I just, I love the long, fast corners and the hairpins that go into it and just the small complexes, like the yeah. long right into a long, into a fast left. It's very uh, you just want to go fast, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a long straight. I like the long straight. I like fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 2021, big year ahead. I'll say ahead, we're kind of in it now, but we're still waiting for the season to start. What have you been doing for the last couple of months? Well, I've been doing a lot of uh, training physically to get my physique up and ready for the challenges this year. And yeah. I've been focusing a lot on my discipline and my structure that I'm going through to make sure that on track I'm very disciplined and I make sure I do my stuff correctly. And yeah, it really helps my mental thinking and when everything is structured and all nice. The portal's very useful for me. Um, if I'm going to a track I haven't been to for a long time, I yeah. can just scroll, scroll through, see my lot previous notes, the setups, the objectives I've been setting, what I need to work on. And it's also a really good place to see, you know, how I feel and all that. Just yeah, 2021, racing-wise anyway. Um, what are your plans for the season? What's coming up? Uh, we have a lot of WSK championships, Open Cup, Final Cup, and we have the Europeans FIA, which mm -hmm. I'm really excited for. Starts in my favorite track, Zuera. Nice. <laughs> That's going to be quite cool. Yeah. And we have the World Champs. Mm -hmm. And most excitingly, we're going to be having the FIA Academy. I'm very lucky to represent Singapore in this FIA Academy series. I'm really excited for that, and it'll be a good challenge. So it's only one driver per country in that thing, yeah. right? Cool. Yeah, I'm really, really fortunate to be selected. So. And anything else? Well, I have something I have on mind, something I really want to do, but I guess it all goes down if Kieran will let me take that step <laughs> or not. Okay, so. cryptic. I like it. Fingers crossed. Two things then to wrap up with. Firstly, if you go back and speak to slightly smaller Dion, I say around about the end of 2018, start of 2019, just about to kick off really, 
with WSK and European karting, what advice would you give to yourself then? Don't push aside like physicality and physical training. Right. Because that would have definitely helped my progression onto juniors, and yeah. we might have not had a big, big hurdle where my neck was falling off. <laughs> <laughs> the testing. Well, even at that point, yeah. like you, the, the physicality is such a big deal. Yeah, like. In mini, I wasn't feeling as much, but on that step to juniors, I was going in thinking, like, oh, I'll be fine, I'll just get in there, do my thing, and off I go. But it's a different beast, that is. Yeah, wow. I like, struggled a lot, a lot in my first time, so I would definitely tell myself, like, to start training uh, my neck, my arms, my everything to help me prepare for that moment. Yeah, and then um, away from the track stuff, over the last three or four years, what would you say motorsport has added to, to kind of you as a person other than, you know, having that as an, an outlet to show off what you can do on the track? Uh, um, discipline. Yeah. I think, obviously, being a motorsport driver, you have to be very disciplined in timings and you organising your kit because you're always away from your parents. You're always away, not from home. So especially being at such a young age, doing that can be very difficult. So definitely feel like discipline. And Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for coming by, Dion. Yeah, thanks for having me. No worries. Good to chat. Um, so you can find Dion Gowder um, across social at Dion Gowder. And you can find us at Core Performance and also Core Media, which is all of this stuff you can see today. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to chat to us about anything related to racing or otherwise, if you're just getting started or if you're well into career and want some extra tips, um, we're here to chat. We're here to help. You can catch other episodes of Passing on Passion. Um, with our other drivers and other coaches covering various topics. Um, hopefully you tune into those and we'll catch you later.